Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, I need to turn up my headphones. Is it offensive? Like if I, because you have a dog and I've never met your dog. Mm-hmm. Have I? I don't think so. Does it hurt dog owners? Like if, if you and I actually saw each other outside of this building and we're friends, mm-hmm. would it hurt your feelings if I said, oh my God, that dog in the hallway is my favorite dog in the world? A little bit. Does it? Yeah. I, I've always wondered that about dog people. Cause I love that dog. There's a dog that. Comes to work regularly. Yes. The, the dog doesn't work here, just to be clear. <laughs> His, her owner works here. Yeah, her owner works here. But this dog is a black lab named Zippy, and she is my all-time favorite dog. She just, she won't come near me, but she follows me around. The minute I stop, she stops dead. And if I turn and I'm like, hey, Zippy, she just kind of stares at the wall. Well, well, does it hurt your feelings to know that Zippy comes up to me and allows me to pet her. Wow, that kind of does hurt. Does she really? Yeah. My theory is that she can smell my dog. He's shedding like crazy right now. Oh. So she can probably just smell his disgusting fur on me. Yeah. But I, I've now I'm sort of like, I don't know. Everybody knows a girl who just always is attracted to the wrong guy because she wants to fix the guy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to fix Zippy. I want her to, I, I feel like I need to win her over. I've even brought treats to work for her, but she won't come close. I set food on the floor in my office for her, but she won't take it. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I've gotten two pets in already today. Wow. I'm swimming in pets over here. <laughs> wow. Zippy, you're a good girl. She yeah. just wanders office to office looking yeah. for food, really. But it is funny because I'll snap pictures of her and quite often I'll send them to my gifted children. And they just, they love my attempt to win Zippy over because she, she will literally come into my office, stand six feet away from me and just stand there, but staring at the wall. <laughs> she won't even look at me. I love that dog so much. She's just, uh, she's really showing off her indifference to you. Yeah, she kind of is. Like she can be in the same room, but don't get too close. Yeah. Zippy, I can fix you. I can fix you, Zippy. Maybe she feels the same way about you. Maybe. Wow, dogs. What a wonder. Uh, I don't have a recommendation. Well, I kind of do. No? And all that hours and hours of flying, you didn't watch anything good? I went full, what's the guy's name? Uh, David Putty. On one portion of my flight, I just stared at the headrest in front of me for three, four hours. Did it at least have the map on it? I watch the map all the time. I don't know why I do that because it just makes it painful. It's like, oh, still over Greenland, huh? <laughs> More ocean. Oh, huh. boy. It took us a long time to cross over top of Iceland. I didn't think it was that big. Apparently it is. Oh. I have no idea. No, I watched, um, I'm watching a series right now, and it's weird to recommend this because I don't know if I'm the target audience for this. It's a Netflix show. Well, it's on Netflix is where I watch it. Ever heard of Dairy Girls? No. 
Okay. It's not dairy as in moo cows. It's dairy as in a town in Northern Ireland. Oh, D-R-R-Y. D-E-R-R-Y. Yeah. Right, right, right. So dairy girls. And it is freaking hilarious. It's the story of this group of high school girls. They're all friends and just the absurd situations they find themselves in. But at the same time, it's like I'm learning. I'm embarrassed to say I don't know what the whole deal was with Ireland back in the, Mm -hmm, you know, and it's that's the backdrop. So this show takes place in the early nineties. So they got the fashions and everything. There's no cell phones or anything. So, but they're kind of telling you what was going on between the Protestants and the Catholics, but in an edgy and super funny way. So there's three seasons of it. I just finished season one. So I'm only like six or seven episodes in, but I think it's a bloody fantastic. I'm going dairy girls. Okay. Yeah, sure. Never. Where, where do you watch that thing? Netflix. Okay, Netflix. Yeah, until I cancel my Netflix because they're trying to pin me down, man. Yeah. They're trying to make me watch Netflix only in my own home. They're sticking their nose where it doesn't belong, man. Yeah, I love the fact they've given us a deadline, too. By February 21st, you must declare your primary residence. Did you get that email? Maybe. My Netflix emails are an instant delete. You should read it. (laughs) I probably should. It's one of those things that it felt like a threat. When I read this email the other day, by February 21st, you must, you must give us your primary location or what? Are you going to take away my account? Fine. Do that. Maybe they give out spankings. Maybe they're bringing back spankings. I really would not be that upset if they took my Netflix away. I would. Really? What am I going to do? Talk to the people around me? Forget it. (laughs) Read read a book. What am I, a nerd? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, what do you got? Uh, we started a series. I don't think I can, well, cause it's not recommendations that we do on Fridays anymore. It's just, what are you watching? Yeah. That's, a, I shouldn't have called it a recommendation. I it's, keep forgetting that too. We're really bad at this. Hey Bryce, <laughs> what are you watching? What are you reading? Who are you talking to? I am reading and I use that with air quotes, Dave Grohl's autobiography. It's the audio version where he's actually reading it to me. And we decided on the radio show this morning that if you are listening to a book, you're allowed to say I'm reading a book. I'm reading a book then. Yeah. It's very good. It's very interesting. It's, it's really cool to have him read it. Yeah. I much prefer it that way. Uh, but we're, we started a series called Poker Face. So it's done by this, I think it's written or produced by the same guy who does the Glass Onion and Knives Out movies. Oh. Rain Johnson, I think his name okay. is. And so it's a murder mystery TV series. It stars, I don't know her name. I know her from like American Pie. Uh, She was in Russian Dolls, I think, on Netflix. She was in Orange is the New Black as well. She stars in it. And it's just, every episode is different. So she's this main character. I enjoyed the first two episodes. The last two were absolute horrific garbage. Oh. So it really took a hard turn for the terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But the premise is that she has the ability to somehow determine when someone is lying or not. She can just get a feeling and can tell when you're lying. And uh, she now finds herself in sticky situations. Oh, she's, she's in a real pickle. She learned things she shouldn't have learned because of this weird ability she has. Yeah. And uh, she had to leave town. She had to skip town. And so now she lives life on the run, on the road, going town to town. Like the littlest hobo. Kind of, exactly like but the But is she hobo. doing good in every town she visits? Every town she goes to, she has to find a job to make some quick cash. Uh, and somehow at every stop she makes, someone is brutally murdered. <laughs> wow. And guess who's the only person who can solve the mystery? 
uh, Poker Face. Poker Face. Yeah, that's her character name. <laughs> I can't. I can't even. I wish Doesn't I knew matter. her name. I think her name is Natasha something. Um, and it just it got real cheesy real quick. I'm like, how is she around this many murders? Yeah. The first two, you're like, okay, okay. That's just bad, bad luck. But then after a while, you're like, hmm, wait a minute. Like there was one episode where she was working as the merch girl for this small time band, and the new drummer in the band wrote a song, and they killed him and took the song so he wouldn't get any credit. Ooh. But only she could snuff that out. It. Uh, and now she gets the royalties. That's yeah. That's the whole motive for the. I don't know. Poker face. What are you watching it on? It's on like city. I think it's city TV. Oh, it's like a TV show. It's a TV show. Yeah, it's a series. Uh, they just renewed it for a second season. I don't know if I'll watch it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Watch at your own risk, I guess. I, I thought it got a little stupid. That's going to do it for. <laughs> <laughs> what? You really think we've been talking about this for probably a month now of changing the name of this segment, and we have not come up with a new name for it. I forget to do it immediately after we finish talking. Like, I'm going to walk out this door in 15 seconds, and I will have forgotten that we need to come up with a name for this segment. You're going to see Zippy and immediately forget. Hey, Bryce, let me ask you a question. Okay. Don't you just love it when you're driving along, and all of a sudden that little oil light starts flashing on your dashboard? I do love that. Yeah. Uh, You need to go to Lube City, pal. They make service so easy. You're going to want an oil change even when that light isn't on and flashing. Do they have a website where I can check out their locations? I believe they do, and I believe they keep that website on the internet. Oh, good. That's a good place to keep it. Well, they used to keep it in a shed behind one of the Lube City locations, and then a consultant came along and said... You need to move that onto the internet. Nobody can find it in that shed. Game changer. LubeCity.ca. They got 27 Alberta locations. So now I was away on vacation. Mm-hmm. Now you're going away on vacation. That's right. So, <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. I know. It's weird. Yeah. I don't uh, got a lot going on. You're traveling alone, though. I do that every year. I go somewhere by myself. I'm going to Phoenix, Arizona for the first time ever. And you're going to follow your boyfriend around. You're going to see if you can find Maynard. I'm going to go stalk Maynard James Keenan. I'm going to go see a hockey game at that embarrassingly (laughs) small arena the Coyotes are playing. an NHL game, a professional hockey game in a 5,000-seater. I think it's on the Arizona State University campus. Is that – so they can't even – the – what are they called? The Coyote? Coyotes? The Coyotes, yeah. yeah. They can't even have their logo in the ice, right? No, I think it's the university logo in the ice. Oh, boy. So I'm going to go watch a game there. <laughs> yeah, but Gary Bettman, keep that franchise alive. Looks like it's going great. It's, <laughs> these are going fantastic. So you're going to be gone for a few days. So that means this is going to be it for the podcast for a, a week. But right. then, man, the podcast, when Bryce comes back, it is going to be 7 to 9% better than this. Yeah, I mean, that's a low bar. Yeah. But sure, let's call it 7%. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You've had a job interview, right? I have. None of them are memorable, though. Like, I see all these comments coming in and about the strange questions. (laughs) I don't remember anything weird. I've done a, a handful of job interviews while you're having, like, a meal. Yeah. And I always find that to be a tricky one. That's how we hired you. Yeah, I've done that a few times. It's, uh, you don't want to eat 
too much. You don't want to eat too fast. You don't want to talk while you're eating. It's a you don't want it's a juggling act. You don't want to order like uh, really messy hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't want to be eating spaghetti in a job interview. I don't think you want to do that move too, where you're like, I'll order my lunch, but I'll also order my dinner for later to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the employer's paying for. You're it. buying, right? Yeah. Do you guys want to split something? Guess what? <laughs> Do you guys want to split a toss salad? Should we get a plate of fries? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Someone says, hey guys, in an interview, I was asked if I had any expectations of salary and I said no. I then paused and then said, I mean, it would nice to be compensated before realizing what I said. Everybody laughed and I got the job. Score. See? Uh, <laughs> there you go. Just make them laugh. Oh, Mickey. The person's name is Mickey. Like the mouse, they say. Oh, okay. <laughs> How many times a day do you have to say that? Mickey, like the mouse? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got two of these in a row. Yeah, two in a row regarding uh, police interviews. Here, this one. Craziest interview I was ever part of was a polygraph interview to become a police officer. Basically, it's hours of grilling questions that go into all the nooks and crannies of your life. You've got to talk about things as small as stealing an eraser in class in the third grade and such. Mine lasted four hours, but I've heard of some applicants' polygraphs lasting eight to nine hours. Not a pleasant experience. That's always been the thing of lore, the police interview. And I've heard like, I've heard such conflicting things. Yeah, some people, it was a breeze. I've heard like if you I've heard people tell me that if you admit to drug use you automatically are out but then I've also heard as long as you're truthful yeah you can get your way through that thing yeah like if you say something like well I wish I wouldn't have done all that math on the way to this interview you're probably out yeah yeah but if you <laughs> yeah that probably won't help you no but yeah apparently I've heard this before that they mm. really turn over all the stones of your life because the, the other text said can you imagine what police service interviews look like they want to know every intimate detail of your life, sexual history, drug use, criminal activity. I spent six hours going over my disclosure form. Wow, your list is that long, huh? Ooh. Sexual history, that's... Why does that have to be a part of it? I guess they want to make sure there's no pervs? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, man, yeah. If you were... Now, Bryce, that if you had tough. to sit down and do the police interview, what would be the question that you would just be sweating the most of? Like, if you had to tell the truth... I'm putting you on the spot oh, here. Oh, jeez. I don't know what mine would be. I don't know. I, 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 I've I thought about this a lot. I would be so panicked that I would come off as a weirdo that in one of those questions, I would sound like a freak. Yeah. Or I'd be spiking. Just I'd be so nervous that or it would be a Or my nervous fault. laugh would be, <laughs> like it would just be this towel that I would be excused from the interview immediately because of my weird laugh. Their machine would mistake my nervousness for lying. Yeah. That's what I assume. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The weirdest job interview you were ever a part of. Maybe you were conducting the interview. Maybe you were the interviewee. I don't know. This one says, I was at an interview. This was obviously a few years back. The guy that called me in for the interview lit up a smoke and then offered me a smoke as well. So I took him up on it. He dumped his ashtray into the garbage can so we had a clean ashtray. I had to point out to him partway through the interview that his garbage can was on fire. I dumped his coffee into the garbage can, bolted out with the smoking can, 
got the job, and have never forgotten that interview. You're a hero, whoever you are. You're a brave, brave hero. How about you? What's your story? Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Like I was saying in the podcast yesterday, Bryce Kelly, I wish I had that kind of confidence where the kind of confidence that you would need to carry a hemorrhoid pillow on your arm through a world-class art museum the way that guy did. That was a bold confidence. You almost have to admire it. Well, I... It was Not dis- the hemorrhoids. No. But he had... It was like an inflatable hemorrhoid cushion, and it was a ring, and he just was walking around. He had his phone in one hand, and he had the hemorrhoid pillow on the other arm, and then... <laughs> we're standing in a room full of Rembrandts. This was at the <laughs> National Gallery in London, and... You're surrounded by Rembrandts and Van Goghs and Michelangelo, but I'm marveling at this guy's confidence. And eventually he did sit down on a bench and he threw that cushion down and he sat on it. Man. Yeah. Just thinking that he is the Wayne Gretzky of hemorrhoids. He makes it look so easy. I wish I would have had the, you know, it's hindsight's 2020, but I should have told him that. He's like, you are the Wayne Gretzky of hemorrhoids. He probably would have looked at me like, who's Wayne Gretzky? Like, if I ever direct a Preparation H commercial, mm-hmm. I need to go to London to find this guy so I can get him to be the one riding the horse on the beach at the end of the commercial. Yeah. And and they reveal that he's not sitting on a hemorrhoid <laughs> cushion on top of the saddle. <laughs> not making fun of hemorrhoids, but it's like... <laughs> I guess if you travel all the way to London and your goal is to go see some real Rembrandts and some real Van Goghs... You're not going to let hemorrhoids stop you? No. Ah, what the hell are we doing? It's probably the most I've ever said hemorrhoids in my life. Hello? Hey, Garn. Hey, hey what is the topic this morning? I can't keep up. <laughs> there is none! Yay! <laughs> uh, we're just swerving all over the road. I don't know. We're giddy. It's a long weekend. We're unfocused. Completely unfocused. Oh, man. Well, I just wanted to throw... I thought I heard something about a job interview, and I, I got to think back to the time I was interviewed for a job. And the guy that was doing the interview was dumber than a sack of hammers. Like, it was unbelievable reading off a script. And so I thought, I'm going to have some fun. And one of the questions was, do you read books? Uh, oh, yeah. What book is your favorite? So I said to him, uh, and I just thought, I'm going to throw something out there. Life and Times of JFK. Okay. And he marked that down. <laughs> Like he had no, he had no follow-up questions for that. Well, I, I think I just nailed the interview. I didn't get the job. Just, I just thought, you know what? Well, Why not have some fun with this? And I think he asked some other stupid questions, like you know, do you like mornings or evenings or I don't know what it was. But he was just reading off a script, so I was having some fun with it. But well, that always stuck out in my mind. The life and times of JFK. It nailed me a job. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, I had a job interview where they asked what I would bring to a potluck dinner. <laughs> I did not get the job. I guess they were not satisfied with my answer. Yeah, if you were the person who said, I'll bring the Doritos, then yeah, that's that's minimal effort. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're just talking about weird job interviews, the most awkward question you were ever asked. Maybe you were the one conducting the interview. This one, 
I was once giving a tour of a certain northern Alberta town that we all know for a prospective employee who had just gone through the interview process. Lo and behold, 12 o'clock noon, a fist fight broke out in the middle of Main Street. Not the best impression. When you're conducting an interview and a fist fight does break out in the street, do you pay it no mind? Do you get some popcorn? How does that work? Somebody else said, my husband and I own an IT company. We were interviewing someone. The guy came into our boardroom wearing a red hoodie and jeans. He sat down and took his shoes off. We were like, WTF? My husband threw a couple of questions at him to see if it could get better. That was a nope. It was all over in five minutes. Man, oh man. People in their shoes, huh? Got to take those shoes off. No matter where the world stops, even if the world is stopping for 90 seconds, you got to kick those shoes off. Got to be comfortable at all times. Oh, this one. Uh, I interviewed as a summer student. During the interview, the manager asked if I could drive stick shift. I confidently answered, of course. He then asked if we could go outside and I would show him. I again confidently agreed. He said, ah, never mind. I got the job. I went home and immediately asked my dad to show me how to drive stick. See, that's a bold confidence right there. It's nearly as confident as the guy I saw walking around the art museum with the hemorrhoid pillow on his arm. You too, the same type of person, born with a bold confidence. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Amber says, Morning, boys. I was in an interview once, and they asked me what type of fruit I would be I think I came up with raspberry. <laughs> Along the same... Hang on. This is kind of the same thing. This person says, I once got asked in an interview, if my arm was a hot dog, what would I do? I don't know. Eat my own arm? This person goes on to say, it was for a minimum wage job. I got up and left as I wasn't in the mood to spend my time working in a minimum wage job that valued unnecessary corporate attempts to be edgy. You know what? I feel like the people that asks those that ask those questions are people that attended a, an HR conference in Regina one weekend. And that was their takeaway. Ask off the beaten path questions, folks. But they don't leave the HR conference equipped with the knowledge to decode the answer. So like you answering raspberry, they should have like one of those quarterback wristbands that they can look at and go, raspberry, ooh, psychopath. But they don't have that. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Driving to work this morning, I wasn't like, you know what I'm going to talk about? And it's just going to be a blockbuster conversation. I'm going to talk about cup holders and cars. But apparently that's what people want to talk about. Not enough of them or too much of them? Too many. It's ridiculous now. It's like they put out a new, when the new model year of a car comes along, they're like, okay, guys, I got an idea. We're going to go from 14 to 18 cup holders this year. That's what's going to move these these automobiles. You want to talk about cup holders. How about, have you ever gotten a Fiji water? They don't fit. Try and fit one of those square pegs into a round hole. Anyway, that's just one of the things we're talking. We're talking about job interviews too. Crazy, weird job interviews. Uh, Somebody said, I was interviewing someone once for a position at a school. They had to excuse themselves twice to go and throw up because they were so sick. After the second time, I let her go home and not finish the interview. 
Then I hired her. Ooh. Wow. Surprise ending. That's from Corey. Look at that, kids. You can throw up twice in a job interview and still get the job. Three times it's going to be questionable. But N- twice, yeah, you can still save that interview. She must have been brimming with confidence. Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> During the pandemic, we were doing virtual interviews. I had one person show up not wearing a shirt and lying in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> You know what that reeks of to me? That reeks of somebody who needs to report back to the government that they're actually looking for a job, but they don't really want a job. Yeah, kind of. It kind Uh, of feels like that. It wasn't even, you can't even say that was minimal effort because they didn't even put a shirt on. They didn't even get out of bed. They didn't even lie up, sit up. Yeah. Man, that is next level. Oh, hang on a second. Hello. Hey, Garner, how are you? Good. How about you? Good. I was just counting my cup holders. How many you got in that vehicle? Twelve. <laughs> it's dumb. It's just officially become dumb. Yeah, it's like for my kids to leave half full drinks in. Yeah. Why? Why? The thing I hate the most is when people use the cup holder as a little garbage can and you find a banana peel or an apple core in there. It's not a garbage yeah. can. Yeah, that's yeah. not great. Okay, hey, what kind of car are you driving? Well, I'm a little embarrassed to say, but it's a Ford Flex. Those, oh my God, I love those things. Yeah, they're they're kind of ugly, but they're awesome. Was that when we were talking about? Didn't we did Forbidden Lust Automobile Edition, right? Where you confess that you love a certain car that everybody else makes the pukey face when you. Oh yeah, and I, I must th- have missed that. I think the Ford Flex was on there. Probably. You know who came wheeling into our parking lot one day because we had him on the show one morning? He's the one we've 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 had like maybe five guests in eighteen mm-hmm. years of doing this show. Mm-hmm. Former Oilers captain and just a super duper good guy, Andrew Ferrance drives a Ford Flex or drove. Nice. Yeah. So of course he does. And him and I just both hey. stared out the window at his car and just marveled at it. Yeah. As the sun came up over the used hubcap district. You remember that day? Yeah. yeah. Romance filled the air. Because I even said, he walked into the, because I saw him come into the parking lot. And I'm like, hey, you drive a Ford Flex, huh? And he kind of did that. Yeah. And then I immediately like, no, those are fantastic. Do you know what those are? I know Ford- of it. I've never had the privilege of being one, I don't think. My friend Darren drove one for like 15 minutes, too. It was, they're kind of, I don't know. They look sort of like a hearse. How many cup holders did she say it had? Twelve. I feel like 12 is unnecessary. I should go out to my current vehicle and count. I think I have four. Four? I think. I only have four. That's a Subaru, right? Yeah. Two in the console, one in each door. I don't know about the back. Off the top of my head, I can think of eight already in my vehicle. Oh, my God. And I think it goes up. I don't know. I think I only have four. I think I even got the Fiji water option. Ooh. I had to pay like an extra twelve grand well, that's, for that. That's luxurious. So I could get the square cup holder. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.